As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord light. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you <laughs> what. what? Talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubeway. Ah, The Drive is live and in color and... uh. John Harris is in the building. You know who John Harris is. He generally follows us every night on Texans All Access. He's waving, and it is a audio medium, but he is is waving. I'm at least uh, waving to Tyler, just that's right. so he feels. Hey, yes. guys. It's yes. just kind of a general, like, hi, people. <laughs> like hi, everybody. Right. Yesterday, I introduced Landry on our uh, baseball uh, roundtable, yeah. and he gave a salute of course. instead of saying anything. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just, I don't know. I was going to say hi. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think I've been doing it long enough. That I would know to speak into the microphone. Hey, what about now, this one right here? You did speak, but you were waving. For yeah, yeah, I did, the I did. Wave. Yeah, the heard uh, call. Like you got, like you got called back out. Yeah. But you also start thinking about, you know, all the shows you've done on on Zoom. You know, so you're like waving to everybody oh, yeah, on Zoom yeah. too, because oh, yeah. you got all that. Yeah. Thank God we don't. Well, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to say it, go too far with that, but I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> for oh, all you the get Zoom dicey three go. minutes in. <laughs> we, we can My really go for. <laughs> I'll stop myself. I'll stop myself. Now the now the trailer will and frame text line is sitting here gonna be stumped. The hell was John gonna say? The hell was John gonna find say? Find out on the other well, side. Well John is in yeah. <laughs> find out. You better <laughs> find out as we have a secret camera working in here during the breaks. Uh <laughs> no, uh Clint is out today. 
Uh, Clint let it get a little aggressive uh, for him after Ashley McBride last night, apparently. <laughs> the guy is drunk. I don't think it was that. I think literally. I do. I don't. I don't. He okay. said a stomach flu. Okay, why? Well, oh, stomach he said, flu. He said rooster tailing, and I'm putting it out there. Yeah. I don't think that came from Coors Light. Okay, no, it I came don't. from tequila. My brother-in-law will do this, and I will put him on blast. He's yeah. one of the most successful people I know. He's a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. This dude is hes fantastic. But he will wake up after about 11 gin and tonics and be like, Oh man, I got the stomach. I got my stomach is bothering me. I like, think I got bro, food poisoning. Yeah, I think I got food poisoning. No, I no, we we didn't have anything that would give you food poisoning, bro. We know what it is. Just accept the fact no, you're hammered. That's not clear. You ingested no. a lot of alcohol. Uh, he he, I, he see. I, no. I have no proof. I no, want to no, put that I, out there. No, I have no yeah, proof. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm putting it on my brother-in-law. I don't know. But I'm sure there are people that way. Like. Yeah, yeah, I, I woke up sick. Man. His daughter had sick. his daughter had a, a stomach flu. Oh, oh that's a lot. She, she had a she had a little. You know stomach this thing. having kids. She it, had a little stomach. It's a thing. lock. Very possible. Now, of course, one could say if we're going to talk on the other side that Clint did set it up by telling me <laughs> on 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 Wednesday he told me a full story about Liv having a little stomach problem. Uh, that could have been a long time, a long term play to set up for a. I told you, live at the thing Wednesday. Oh, I, I, I did that before as a teacher. It got me thirty six holes of golf on Friday. I, I started telling my principal that I wasn't feeling that great on Tuesday and Wednesday, knowing I had a tea time on Friday for thirty six. I got two things, and I know we got some news to get to, but I got two things on this. One. When's the last time Dirty Red had a stomach flu? I'll tell you, Garth Brooks. Next day, stomach flu. Second oh, thing, wow. okay. second thing, wow. he was out with Mama Sterner last night. Yeah, Linda. Who knows what Linda was doing? Okay, those, so those two know how to have a good time. I no, I'm on, nope, nope, nope. I'm not gonna do that. He wouldn't do that. He would tell us the truth. I believe it's a stomach flu that he picked up from Liv. But you make a very compelling argument. I'm saying, I'm compel- saying. The Garth Brooks thing stopped me in my tracks. I'm a compelling argument. I mean, that could be, you know, like when you go to college, you have a major and a minor. Yes. You know what I mean? Stomach flu might be the major, but the minor might be like you guys just said. Yeah. Let's go. Trailer Wall and Frame text line 713-572-4610. Do you think Clint is lying or do you think uh, Clint, you think Clint actually had a stomach flu or do you think he just got too drunk? I'm thinking it's stomach flu. Cold coors light and sleepless we nights. Obviously, yeah. know where Tyler is. Yeah. If I mean, if Liv was sick, absolutely. I mean, if you have kids, you're out there going. I mean, you pick up as a parent, you pick up so many things absolutely. that you you never had as a young adult. You're like, man, I am sick all the time. Yeah, because your damn kids are sick all the time. Yeah. Clint can drink Coors Light with anybody under the table. But when you, if he was mixing in some tequila last night, mm. Mm, that's where my money is. He didn't know. Maybe it was it was going into it, and he reached it. About nine Got away from him. That's what he said. His stomach started going on. Man. All right. Uh, all right, Johnny, you were down at the Combine, and uh, we know what's all coming. Everything gets going. We got the Combine last week. We got free agency kicking off Monday. After that, then we're going right into the draft, which is coming up next month. So a lot to get to right mm-hmm. now in this part of the offseason. And I am going to not only put you on the fence, okay. put myself on the fence, the entire Drive family listening out there, trailer, will, and frame, text line, Tyler, you're a part of that. Uh, I'm going to put you right there. you got to choose a side here. You could text in where you'd go, 713-572-4610. I know i got you texting in a lot of things, but you can, you can follow through. 
Here are the two spots. We know that the number one need for this team, the Houston Texans, is a quarterback. They need the face of a franchise. They need that guy. Which side do you fall under? Are you on the side one to do whatever it takes to go get Bryce Young? You do not have control of the board because whatever the hell that was that happened in the fourth quarter in Indianapolis in week 18. You don't have control of the board. Are you the one that says, let me trade what I need to get, let me do what I need to do to go up and make sure that I come out of the draft with Bryce Young, who many people feel is the top quarterback. I'll shoot to you real quick. Is he your top quarterback in the yes. Harris 100? Yes. Is it close? Yes. Okay. Well, that that's 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 a good thought right out there. Right <laughs> I like there. that. There it is, right there. So, ah. so so Johnny has it close. Stroud behind him. Yes. All right. So that's one. Whatever you do, whatever it takes to go get Bryce Young, or are you one that says I'll sit at two, and I'll take C.J. Stroud, and I'll keep my picks, and I'll build that way. Which side do you stand on? Whatever it takes to get Bryce Young, trade up whatever it takes, or you're sitting at two. And you're going to take C.J. Stroud in the picks. I'll give it to you, John. Where, where are you right now? Come on now. Don't get on the fence. Let's hear it. I'm sitting at two and taking Jalen Carter. Okay. <laughs> I was okay. waiting for a reaction. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You see my head. Okay. If those are those are my options, I'm I'm going to sit at two. Here's, you're going to sit at two. I, and there's, there, now, there, there are some things to consider here. And I, if it's just all of us. All of us outside the building, none of us, none of us had to deal with David Mulugeta, Brian Burney, Quincy Avery. None of us had to deal with them. Yeah. Okay? That's the team that's also around C.J. Stroud. People in the Texans building did have to deal with them with the Deshaun Watson situation. So, there could be, and I, and I don't know this, I don't know, there at Surely the that's all, not going to stop them they, from getting what the, they need to get done, right? But you don't know. You know how you know how these things work. Yeah. You know how these things work. Think about baseball. For a long time, there were people that didn't want to sign Scott Boris clients. But that they, can't be. But that can't be the reason I, you don't sign him. I know. I can't, all right. But I'm, but then again, if things if things deteriorate, what are we going to say? Not we. But what what's everybody going to say? Well, you should have known, right? You should have known. Now, CJ's his own guy, but that same team's around him. You just don't know that that part of it. But me, I do not want to give up. Like I saw, uh, I saw mock draft yesterday. I think after the show I did with Seth, and I was like, okay, they got us at number one. All right, well, who they have? They had us take Bryce. Who they have us at twelve? Oh no, they had the Bears at twelve. I'm like, I'll be damned. We worked, we worked long and hard, if you know what I mean, to get all these extra picks. I want the extra picks because I feel like, and you asked me, Ron. My Harris 100 goes like this. Number one, Jalen Carter. Number two, Will Anderson Jr. Number three, Bryce Young. Number four, C.J. Stroud. To me, it's a four-player elite draft. Mm-hmm. That's it. Five on down, I think solid players, and they'll be good players. The Texans will draft a couple of good players, hopefully, after those four players. To me, it's a four-player elite draft. And if I walk out of there with one of those players and all of my picks – I feel like I'm going to be that much better in the long run. I do not feel like there is a, a big enough gap between Bryce and CJ to, to sell the farm, to give away pick number 12, because Roddy Thomas couldn't knock down a damn interception, knock down a pass or make an interception 
for me to go, okay, I'm going to go get Bryce Young. Bryce Young is my number one quarterback. I'm very clear about that. But I'm going to sit at two and watch what happens at one because, all right, Bryce got taken. I'm taking Stroud. I feel like, let's say it's the Colts. Say the Colts go to number one and they get Bryce Young. Oh, will I go to battle? Will I go to battle with C.J. Stroud twice a year against Bryce Young? Hell yeah, I will. I absolutely all day, every day. So you'd rather sit at two, take Stroud, than move up. I ask get. you this: Do you like Joe Burrow? I do like Joe. That's what you're getting with C.J. Stroud. And see, this Burrow is where, this is where this is fun. That's my comp. My comp is Joe Burrow for for C.J. Stroud. Now, Burrow well, well, before I get to my point, with hell, if you said I'm ignoring that, you can't play that anymore. Thank you. Not without following it up with that. I got you, bro. I, forgot, I got you. I if forgot you, about that. If you, if you have the comp to Joe Burrow, then what is your comp with Bryce? Drew Brees. Okay. All right. And I had that. I had that comp back in May. That's okay. the comp I came with back in May. Because and look, when you're doing a comp, everybody's gonna look at no. I mean, the first reaction is you're putting a hope. No, look, it's. Talking about the size situation, you're talking about how they read defenses. You're talking about the fact that Breeze never had the strongest arm. Bryce doesn't have the strongest arm, but they can make every single throw. And really, Breeze can make every throw and totally turn forty. The last couple of years, Drew couldn't throw that deep ball, and he no. knew it, and that's why he walked away. He he's, could no longer throw the deep ball. He's he's also better to me. What I've seen better on what we now call off schedule plays. Who's that, Bryce? Bryce. Yeah, than, yeah. Than I think Breeze with he has that. So, so I can see the Breeze, and then adding that. Yeah. Part potentially. Absolutely. So, yeah, Drew Brees is my comp for, for Bryce Young. And I did that back in May. And a month later, DJ, Daniel Jeremiah comped into Drew Brees. And I was like, son of a... But I had, I've had i had Joe Burrow as the comp, CJ, the same amount of time. I did it back in the spring, watching him, uh, studying him, even in games like against Michigan. Everybody thinks, oh, Michigan didn't play well. Man, he showed me things in that Michigan game that he wasn't showing in other games, like his ball placement and what he was doing. I mean, he's he's phenomenal. Where he play, where he throws a football in the spot he can put it, man, I'll take that over what we've had. Show, I'll take that, okay. and and I'll take the oh, fact no, that sorry. I can get I can get Stroud at two, and I still can make my pick at twelve and get JSN, or I can get Johnston, or I can get Addison, or uh, even Zay Flowers. I take at twelve. That dude is awesome. I don't listen. I don't know what it would take to get from one to two, from two to one. I do remember what it took for the Bears to get. From three to two. Yeah, it was like a. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't. Th- they didn't have to give up an additional first round pick. No, it was like a three. Yeah, it was a three. So I, I could see a second or whether I don't think they'd have to give up twelve. Yeah. But you never know what what other teams like the Panthers or or Colts are doing. But th- th- this is where I go, John, and I'll let you and I and I'll see what your thought your thought is on this. By the way, trailer will and frame text line. If you're just jumping in, which side do you do you fall on? Do you fall on the side of hey, damn it, let's just do what it takes to go get Bryce Young. Let's do what it takes to get up there and get him because that's the quarterback I want. Or I'd be good with staying at two and keeping all of my assets and building around C.J. Stroud and picking him at two, even though I have Bryce at the top. A lot of people here, I'm with John. I would sit at two. Uh, cost, ain't, cost ain't worth it. I'm with John. I'd go there. Or Will Anderson. I'm sitting. Most people are going with John on this. This is where I go. I got to go get Bryce Young. I I, I got to have Bryce Young uh, coming out of this draft. And this is my reasoning. I think the climate of the AFC that you're in right now, you got to have somebody that you believe at least has the ability 
and the and 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 you could see the path to elite. And I'm not certain that I feel I don't feel the Joe Burrow comp. Yep. I don't see that. Right. Uh, and and like I was impressed by his game against Georgia, but but Joe was Joe has been cool and big and big moments yeah. all the time. Even in that final year at LSU, I can remember him against Texas. I can remember him in big games just sure. being cool, and he's carried that to the league. I. Like, it's hard for me to find when I say, boy, CJ is going to be able to match up with, you know, the top three in the AFC, those quarterbacks, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow, before you even get to Justin Herbert, before you even get to Lamar, no matter what happens there, or Deshaun, and now Trevor, who's coming along. Mm -hmm. You got to have a guy that you think can be elite and can play on the level of those guys. Sure. I think Bryce can play on the level of those guys. I think he has that potential ability, and this league is about coaching quarterback. We watched the sure. Super Bowl. If you did the checkbox, ooh, Philly's got the better wide receivers. Philly's got the better corners. Philly's got the better O-line. Philly's got the, what they didn't have was the coaching quarterback. Sure. That's what they didn't have. And in the second half, that was the difference in the game. This league is about coaching quarterback, and I got to go get the guy. If I think he is available and he's the dude, I got to go get him. He is the one that I see as special in this draft. And that, that's my reason. Your philosophy is not wrong. That's the exact philosophy. I mean, you just don't agree with it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Your philosophy is 100%, Ron. It's absolutely dead on. That's what you've got to have in this league. I just think that C.J. Stroud is in that class with Bryce. Yeah, when you – yeah, that's, that's got to be the thought of it. That's my, th- that's my thought. The philosophy is absolutely dead on. But the philosophy like in the you're AFC, saying yeah. – In the AFC, you can't start bringing garbage – and play that quarterback. Well, it's you not can't even just garbage, man. Like, you can't even just bring Derek Carr to the table. So, like, think about the Texans in 14, 15, 16. You had Fitzy in 14. You had Hoyer, Mallett, and, and TJ, and whomever else, Brandon Whedon, 15. You had Brock in 16. You ended up winning the division because the division wasn't very good. But you won it with those guys because everything around those guys was pretty darn good. And, and in some cases, elite. But you didn't have that guy. You couldn't go toe-to-toe with Brady. You couldn't go toe-to-toe with Roethlisberger at that Man, point. Yeah. In, this, in this AFC now, you've got to have that guy. I just believe that CJ, CJ is. is of that caliber. I think that Bryce is still my number one. And, okay. if, and, if, and if who's ever at one passes on, on, uh, on Bryce, <laughs> I'm, I'm running that card to wow. Kansas City wherever we're having to draft this year. I enjoy that laugh. All right, we got, we got to pick this up on the other Let's side go. because someone, someone has asked, what you're seeing, Burrow and C.J. Stroud, how are you getting there? I want to hear it because I haven't really heard that comp on the other side. And uh, we got some big-time news coming from the Astros, uh, and uh, some of y'all owe me an apology. That's all I got to say. We'll deal with that and, and discuss that and continue that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back into the drive. Clint Sterner is out. John Harris uh, is in, and uh, we just had a, a conversation. Which side are you on? Are you on the side that says, hey, let me go up. I'll do whatever. i do what I need to do to go get Bryce Young because I believe he is the guy and I got to get him. Or do you stay at two and draft C.J. Stroud and keep all of your assets to try to help build around him? I said you go after Young. Uh, and, and and John said uh, he would stay at two. Someone asked, because you compared, your comparison was uh, for C.J. Stroud, Joe Burrow. That's right. Uh, and I believe Joe Burrow's the second-best quarterback in the NFL at this moment right now. 
Um, uh, yeah. I think, I think Davis right now. Mills one, Burrow two, right? Well, I mean, we're going to have a serious conversation. Do you want me to take my headsets off no. and just walk out the building? Yeah, we're going to go that, with Davis Mills here. I hate that. Holy mother of God. You'll, you'll know, you I mean, straight faced he did this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you'll know I joke more than anybody. Show. Well, um, of course you would. But joking. I'm not joking about this about Joe Burrow. So, yeah, what's the comp? Yeah, how do, so, you, how do you see the comp? Because some people so were wondering. So, when I was studying CJ last summer, and I was I was watching Michigan game. I had a couple of games, and I remember early on in the year, I was like, "Hey, eh, you know, he really wasn't the issue for Ohio State, but they just they weren't in sync yet." So they lost to Oregon. Then he you know had some good games. They kind of got back on the national radar, and then he had some really good games. And then Michigan, they didn't win, and so that it was easy for people to say, "Well, they didn't beat Michigan; it must have been his fault." So I'm watching that game, and I'm like, "Man, the one thing that I remember most about Joe Burrow." And you brought it up. You talked about that Texas game. It was the second game in 2019. And Burrow was throwing, was dropping dimes. I'm like, that ball was perfect. He threw a ball to Justin Jefferson in that game where he was over a linebacker underneath the safety on over out to Justin Jefferson. I'm like, what is this? Like, his ball placement was pristine. And I this this is where I'll take a little take a little turn. Joe Burrow's completion percentage was astronomically good. But I think we get to a point where we say a quarterback's not accurate because the completion percentage is low, like Anthony Richardson. Now, look, Anthony Richardson has his issues. But just because a guy's completion percentage is high or low doesn't mean a guy's ball placement, which is more important and is key to one's accuracy, is high or low. The ball placement and accuracy is based on where that ball was thrown, whether it was caught or it wasn't. Anthony Richardson, by the way, had receivers dropping balls left and right. He had a ton of throwaways. If you did, if you kind of adjusted his number for completion percentages, that's what you want to live on, you'd be talking about a guy that was probably in the low 60s. So if you're living on on stats when you're saying, well, that guy's got 53% completion percentage, uh, it drives me insane. You actually, for if you're going to talk about accurate and great ball placement, you've got to watch every throw. You've got to watch the guy make the throw. And so... I'm watching Burrow back in 19, and I'm thinking, man, this ball placement's pristine. I'm watching, I'm watching Stroud, and I'm having those same thoughts. I'm like, where he's putting those balls, whether it's on the over route, whether it's on a ball outside, a ball outside the numbers, there's nobody better. I mean, his, his accuracy outside the numbers and his pinpoint precision outside the numbers is incredible. He knows the right type of throw. The throw he makes before the end of the second half against Georgia on a two-minute drill and, and Georgia's in a cover two, and they're running the linebacker with the, the uh, running back down the seam, and he, he throws the exact right ball. If a number one is a laser, number three is a, kind of a lob throw, you know, with more, more parabolic throw, a number a two balls right in between. He threw the perfect two ball. Where the, a linebacker couldn't make a play, safeties can't get there, touchdown right before half, and you're like, yo, that's what I saw from him. His ball placement is unbelievable. That was Joe Burrow. Now, Burrow also, when he scrambles, it's a lot of times to throw. It's not always to run. Now, he will pick up yards if you give it to him, and I do think there's a little bit of a difference there, especially seeing it this year. I felt like Burrow was a little bit more apt to run. But when Burrow think, things break down for Burrow, he's scrambling to throw. I think people think about Pat Mahomes and think, oh, he's going to take off and run because he has taken off and run. But Pat's scrambling to get – he's looking to throw. He's trying to make – CJ's the same way. CJ has the ability, like Burrow, 
to go make a play with his legs. He did that late in the Georgia game, and if they would have followed up with another throw right after that, they would have been in makeable field goal range. But Ryan Day called a run. Like, no. Seven's I carrying you. I didn't understand you. that, yeah. Seven's carrying you. 20-something seconds what the hell are you doing? Yeah, no, you let seven keep carrying you at that point. So, anyways, that those were the things that I saw. The one thing that I, I'm still not totally sure on about CJ, with Burrow, you see the calm, you see the cool, but you also see even bordering on cocky. With CJ, you see the calm, you see the cool. You don't see him get rattled much. You sound like he tried to manufacture that cockiness at the at the cop. Yeah, a little bit. He sounded like that where that came from. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. But on the field, he's as cool as it gets. And so if there is a difference between the two, I do think it's that. I do think A, I do think Burrow in 2022 did do a little bit more with his legs after he got out of the pocket to run. Whereas I don't know that CJ does that is yet, but CJ showed that. But to me, what makes them similar is where they put the football. And in this league with athletes that we see, the difference in six inches left or right. And I'll give you a great example of that. Against Michigan in 21 in particular, we got JSN on a crosser. And JSN was kicking Michigan's ass. And so he's coming across the field. And Michigan's in a two-high look. So they're trying to get that over, over the linebacker so that the flat playing corner and the safety can't drive. But I see the safety. The safety sees it. So he's driving down. So he's driving down. On JSN. So JSN's going across, flying across. Safety's driving down. And I watch his throw, and, and Stroud throws it behind him. JSN makes the catch. It's a first down. But I remember watching that going, something about this throw just doesn't make sense. Because Stroud's way better than that. And then I realized what he did. Stroud saw the safety. He made sure that he threw a ball that JSN could catch, but wasn't about to take a big shot. So he literally threw the ball behind him on purpose. And it kept JSN from taking a big shot. And he gave him a ball he could catch. And I was like, that's next level. I mean, like, that's, that's ridiculous. Because how many young quarterbacks would have thrown that receiver right into that safety? And that dude's, I mean, he's out. I mean, JSN would have gotten clocked. Because that safety, Dax Hill, was coming hard. And he threw it behind him to make sure he didn't get And I was like, that's when I really felt like that's something Joe Burrow had done. That's something I had seen Burrow do. So that's why I compared the two. And so Texture may not believe me, whatever. That's just <laughs> my that's my theory. And if you had seen all those throws with me and you didn't think it, same thing. Like you and I were talking earlier. You and I had the same exact philosophy. Yeah. It's just how you feel about You feel like it's Bryce and everybody else. I feel like it's Bryce and CJ and everybody else. And so I'm okay sitting at I'm okay sitting at two. I'm fine with that. But I feel like there are elements for sure of Joe Burrow's game in C.J. Stroud, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now if you get in Joe Burrow, then, it, you know, hell, that changes that changes things. So if I told you you could have Bryce Young or I'll even say poor man's Joe, version of Joe Burrow, does that change the way you think? Poor man's? No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay, like, I don't know, middle class version of Joe Burrow. <laughs> I think it- I'm thinking of Joe. I'm thinking middle class version of Joe Burrow. I would think you and how, and, how and, and 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 am I getting? You can't assure me I'm getting Higgins and and Chase to well, go with no, that that's too. A, that's a whole now, different. Now, and now whole different te- story. Now you're telling me a mid version of him going up against that's Josh whole, Allen in the playoff game against Buffalo, and then the next week uh, against Joe, and then the next. week I'm not week talking against, like 25 percent of Joe Burrow. I'm talking like oh, 85, 90 percent of Joe Burrow. Would I take that? I mean, listen, the quarterback play that we've had since 2021 just 
Has it been good compared to that? No, I I, I got that. Yeah, and I think that he can. I think he can get better. I think all these young guys. To me, all these these young quarterbacks, even Levis Richardson, et cetera. I'm not as big a fan of those two, but those guys all feel like they're still students of the game. There's still things they got to learn, but they'd be coachable. They'd learn what they need to. And in this offense, where I feel like there's a better coaching staff and a better overall fit, I think I think Stroud would be just fine. More than just fine. He'd right. be more than a poor man's Joe Burrow. <laughs> Let's hope so. All right, the uh, the Drive family. Apologies are in an order, and I'll explain exactly what we mean coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That's right, Clint Sterner. He is out today, uh, a little under the weather. Uh, and John Harris is uh, is in the house with us. The guy is drunk. That's, that's Tyler saying that. That's not about me, though. People know that. Yeah, that's important. I wasn't talking about Johnny. <laughs> I mean, you're just taking all yeah, kinds of dirty red with the with the hangover. And I'm and listen, I'm not with it. I'm not a part of that. I believe he is legit. Uh, uh, not feeling well. That's where I, I I stand. What's that show Clint watches all the time, like CSI or something? Like, uh, he's he's investigative. That investigative discovery. Yeah, yeah. He he would put these clues together if he were here. Investigative oh discovery. He would put these clues together. Is that what it's called? Investigative discovery. I, or that's I just guess. A genre. I don't I think know. It's a genre. Yeah. Okay. It's a, Clint watches a, really old people stuff. He's a Dateline 2020 guy. I got hopefully a good Dateline coming on tonight. I, God, I forgot you watch old avid, people TV avid. too. It's just good television. It's on the, old it's people the, TV. It's on the DVO. Yeah, man. What like, the hell are you watching? I mean, ESPN. We watch uh, that too. Uh, I stream a lot, mainly like shows. He gets on us because we. I, I like to, you know. I they like watch, watch like little, HGTV I like a and stuff. HGTV. I like. A okay, little. what do you watch at HGTV? <laughs> oh God! No, there we go. No, get, no, no, no. Uh, uh, no uh, I like. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> you watch Rock the Block? <laughs> I'm not a Rock the Block guy. Okay. It's okay. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a home. It's a safe I, space. I'm a hometown guy. Easy. Oh, I like Every hometown. Sunday, I like. I get like some Aaron ideas from Aaron, hometown. Man. Aaron and Ben are my are, are my two. Who's the uh, the couple in Arkansas? They put. You're not talking about Chip and Joanna. No, I'm not they're Chip and Joanna. They're on. They're on. They've got their own thing on Discovery Plus. Yeah, they're That's like their whole as well. oh, okay. network. Yeah, um, Joanna. Oh, they've got. Ooh. There's a there's a couple. Come help me out. Text line is a couple Arkansas because Clint. Yeah, new geriatrics out, out there. Text. Um, <laughs> I can't. Re- wow. I mean, listen. I mean, listen to this nut. Listen, he's gonna at some point want to watch HD TV. I like wife, to do a little. I mean, Meg's gonna house hunters. Lit. Oh my god, I can go house oh, hunters. house hunters all I day. Can, I can I slip love. into a house hunters. I can slip into three hours of a house hunters. <laughs> oh, you can put on two hours of house hunters and one hour of house hunters international. There is. I'm good. You see, I'm you good. like international. I can't do it's international okay, as much. I don't. I don't know the international. <laughs> I can't do international as much. I don't know the international scene as much. So I'd like to know what you could get. In Athens, Greece. There, I like that. Oh, that ain't bad. I'm okay with like that. There ain't nothing better than at the end when Could they I show have, all three of those houses right. and, you, and you're sitting around like, Court, which one do you think they're going to get? I'm going with two. I know. It's like it's like the nothing fry better. game at NRG oh Stadium. They're moving the fries around. Which one is it? One, two, or three? It's, uh, yeah. I, listen, uh, I'm down for HDTV. HDTV Absolutely. Man, now, day, I will man. admit, with my wife being in L.A. the last, like, two years with my daughter, my daughter's doing the acting thing out there, and so my wife is out there kind of helping her out. I've watched less HDTV. Well, I didn't know that about you, John. I watched less HDTV because I would watch it with my wife. I, I'm totally down with Food Network. Oh, come on like, now. You can give me all day on oh. Food Network now. You watch this Tournament of Champions? I love oh, Tournament of Champions. Oh, my God, man. I love I, oh, I have not God, been watching. I noticed that on my YouTube, I was like, why does that Tournament of Champions episode say watch page? 
Have you been watching this without me? Watching it without oh, you. Can She's been it. watching without me. I'm just like what? Mm. So I, mm. I got to get caught up. Maybe this weekend's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. I love tournament, tournament champions. It's good. Man, guy, poor guy what's the uh, god dang it? What's that thing called? The near- <laughs> fixer to fabulous. Thank you. Text line. Oh, ah, that's oh. what it is. Yeah. yeah they're not, they're, well, I, thank I God we got well. that figured out. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. You might see Clint on there. I'm telling you. Look out. You might see Clint on there. You I'm telling the meat, you. Rub you got the meat, smoke the meat. Right. Thank you, Clint. Go to HDTV and live your life. HDTV and That's Bravo, right. those, are, those will absolutely be in my top eight. Yeah. HD, mine, mine HDTV too. is probably like, um, HDTV is probably like, uh, it's even better than Will. It's probably like Tyree Wilson. It's okay. probably like Tyree right. Wilson That's in my top bad. five. Yeah. You gotta watch five? the 700 Club after that. No, I don't watch the Come 700 on, man. Club. It's a completely different channel. <laughs> See, you just you just taking it to a level it doesn't need You're to not. go. Will of Fortune. You slip in there and you want to do some stuff to your home. You want to see what it looks like to maybe spice up your backyard. You'll slide I've in there. I've built an outdoor kitchen before, and, and I didn't watching. need HGTV. You'll get, you'll get stuck on it. I just needed my father-in-law to tell me to do <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so right. you didn't do it. Yeah, don't start take, don't start making claims. No, yeah, Lord, I man. guarantee you that the Love Harris the family text. have seen HDTV yeah, plenty of times you. and has inspired many of our house renovations over the years. Trailer will and frame text slide. Bite me, Tyler is uh, is what someone said and expressed himself. By the way, don't tempt me. Some of you out there, I, um, I feel like an apology is owed towards me. Um, and this is, and listen, I this brings me no pleasure as many of you may think it will. It brings me no pleasure to announce this and to and to say this here. Uh, and, and Ken Rosenthal had it first that uh, that Yuli Gurriel has uh, agreed to a minor league deal with the Miami Marlins. Yeah, you can you go ahead. It's time. It's it's been damn time. Uh, and and in fact, like I don't even think you should play this because he needs to understand it's time. I don't know. Yeah, thank you. I don't know why he is doing this and why he is going to get on these buses and go to these AAA parks and ride these buses from from uh, from these towns mm-hmm. and and stay in these days ends that I imagine that I feel like they are they're staying in and what is that he's not accustomed to La Quinta. But I'm telling you, I told you all. You all tried to sit there and tell me, "Oh, show you're an idiot." You're a dummy. You're a dumbass. Oh, I told you he should be on this team. He could still play. I'm like, dude, he he can't. He's 39 years old. He was one of the worst hitters in baseball for the most of the season, and he went on a tear to get to 240 last year. Yeah, it's not good. I told you. And, guys, he can't get a major league deal. Can't get one. You all, and I know a lot of you were led by fighting Clint. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who, who believed at 39 years old, and as John in our pre-show meeting so eloquently put, that's if he's 39. I think he it's could, silly as hell. That he could be a utility guy. I even heard Mystery Racer this morning, Sean Bajani, saying, oh, I, I kind of was hoping he'd come back in the utility role. That man's 39 and has played first base for the last, feel like, decade. He is not playing second. <laughs> He's not playing in the outfield. Dusty would even play a guy who played in the outfield last year. He refused to play him. Do you think he's going to play Yuli? He couldn't get a major league deal. Yeah, the market. This we get romantic about. We get romantic about our guys. Oh boy, do they ever! And it's okay. It's okay to be romantic about our guys, but not to a point of. 
what's the right way of saying this? Not to a point where you look past what the market is telling you. The market is saying there were how many teams did in Major League Baseball? Thirty. Yep. And not one of them. No, not, not one. Not one. We're gonna give him a major league deal. I'm a, and to be honest, John, I'm a little surprised. I, I'm a little surprised that nobody, the Pirates, didn't have space because everybody has a DH now. And maybe, nobody didn't have the space. Maybe there were some teams that were ready to give a major league deal, but he just like, no, oh. I'm not, not that place. But Miami, I mean, I listen. I don't know what that minor league deal could turn into for him, but I've said this for a long time, especially with football, especially with football. In fact, I had this conversation with Texas quarterback coach, Drod Johnson. Drod, back in, I don't know what it was, 15, 16, whatever it was, we were talking, and he was trying to decide what he should do. Should he go, should he try to stay in the game? I said, look, when it's over, especially in football, it's over. It's over, Like, yeah. it's done. You, you're not going out to, the, to you know, uh, Discovery Green and going to go play seven-on-seven seven flag, or, or, you know, you're not. It, when it's over, it's over. And so – when you start seeing at the end of your career, you're 39, and you're like, Man, I want to keep playing. I'm pretty confident I can keep playing. But the market is telling you something different. You sometimes have to do this. You have to take a minor league deal and say, I'll show you. I'll prove Ron wrong. Now, we'll see. But to me, the market speaks. The market will tell you. And next week in the NFL, taking it back to football, the market will speak on a lot of players. A lot of players. And there will be some people that will be like, man, I didn't think he was going to get that kind of deal. Guy's 39 and didn't have a great year last year. And the Astros are ready to move on. And that's the thing. And everybody else was. Being romantic about your guys is cool. But don't let it give you beer goggles. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you can't get old guy beer goggles with your with your players. You I can't. like a healthy fan level of delusion. Like our, our friend Tyler here who's. I'm, I'm not delusional. You have a healthiness of delusion. When yeah, healthy out, is the key. Word. When you went out and bought that that Davis Mills jersey, wow. and you were trying <laughs> to, to remind and you me. were trying to wish that that is. But like this person here, and uh, and once again, I'll I'll be waiting here on the trailer wheel and frame text line of your apologies of how dumb I was <laughs> uh, about thinking that Yuli couldn't be a a utility player, and now we're sitting here in the eleventh hour, and he has has not been able to find a major league deal. It's this person here. Uh. He could show, so no apologies. I still believe he could be a utility player. One year deal. Okay. These teams don't even these teams aren't even signing him up to play first base, folks. Not even signing him up to DH. It's not just the American League now that has a DH. The National League has a DH. It's 30 teams that have a DH. I think we can get in our mind what a utility player is. Yes. Like, you know, because we play, Diaz. you know, we all play fantasy football, so we should all we all know what a flex player is, right? But that's not really the truth. I mean, it's just a flex player in fantasy. So, yeah, you might have a quote-unquote thought about what a utility player is supposed to be. But what are you, are you expecting him to be like a corner utility? Like he plays first and third and maybe in the outfield a little bit? Well, if you're going to do that, you better rake. You better rake. And the last I looked, he wasn't raking. And you better find a way to get out in front of – Jordan and Michael Brantley, who they brought back on real contracts as well, that are already there. And didn't they bring in Jose Abreu too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that position too. I mean, like, right? Uh, and doesn't Abreu, does he DH some? Doesn't he play first base some? Yeah, he plays first base all. Okay. All the time. Yeah, I just, like, I just, yeah, for the text line, show, uh, we've got, oh, back to backers. Tyler, show F you. <laughs> I love it when that happens. That, I, when that ha- I think that really that person's apologizing. And you know what? 
That I is how it. some people apologize. You're I right. Sit. I sit. You're right. See, this is you know what? This is led by our boss Parker Hill Parker Hillis, who um sitting right in front of us yesterday at uh, Twin Peaks. We had a great time. Oh, Parker yesterday. was out there too. Yeah, he was out oh, there cool. and he gave me the figure uh, as we were sitting <laughs> so, in our seats. So taking that as a term of right endearment. Yeah. So that's a term of endearment now. And and, and had it can the, be, I think the audacity yeah. to walk up to me and say it was the nicest middle finger I've ever given well, him. Well you okay. just you flipped me off two days ago. Was that out of love? No, that was uh, <laughs> that was out of the the absolute. Now listen, man, I'm I'm about to be 51, and I got to decipher what middle finger means versus what this other middle finger means. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I can't decipher. I can't decipher between what well, was that one a good one or a bad one because that's a bad one. I'm gonna take my rig and put it right in your backside <laughs> as I drive on uh, 59 somewhere. But if that's a good one, then I'll wave at you and say hello. I mean, you know, surely there's a handbook quick. for that. American Sign Language. And we, can we all agree, like, I, I see these people, some people texting in, it's the love of the game show. Wait a second. Come on, guy. I just, is the love of the game playing, paying the bills? Yeah, it, it is. I just don't want to see. I Wait, just, what, is it, what do they mean by love of the game? Well, I'm talk, well I said he's going to go play in these minor league parks. He's going to go play at AAA. Oh, oh, okay. For me, man, I just don't want to see. That's a different him. game. I just don't want to see him have to do I, I believe Yuli has got it where he don't need money. This is, like, it is. It is the love. He does want to play. But, God, man. I'm <laughs> going to Birmingham. I mean, the only person that's going to know that is, is Yuli. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, if he wants to continue playing. And like I said earlier. When it's done, it's done. Now, you could probably find a place to go play some sort of baseball somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. or basketball everywhere. It ain't happening in football, but I could see it in baseball a little bit. But, I mean, if he does have love of the game, he just wants to keep playing, he wants to play, and that's the avenue to get him back in the good graces of Major League Baseball team's management, maybe. But real quick, real quick. Know. You guys think he plays in the majors this year? I think so. Uh, <laughs> man, I can't, I can't see it. It's I can't a, see it. Maybe he goes and goes nuts. In, uh, in, I, in I, well, I mean, there's that. also sometimes, you know, injuries, teams got to, yeah, yeah. you know. I hope he But does. then go to your farm system. You're right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I hate to say this. I mean, all of us yeah, get older right. day by day. If somebody gets hurt, you're going to go for, yeah, the right. younger. And yeah. if your team is not the, good, then what is playing a 39-year-old maybe coming off one of his worst years? Yeah, right. True. Coming off one of his worst years, what's that doing? You're taking at bats in innings away from young people that you got to find out about in your farm system. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I know that sounds bad, but these are young leagues that that we've got going on in Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA. They're young leagues. Young. I know. We look at Tom Brady and go, "Oh yeah, Tom Brady. He's old. Yeah, he and Aaron Rodgers. That's it. You go find me a 40 year old playing D tackle. Yeah." Dominic, Dominic Sue's like 32 or 33, and people think he's ancient. Yeah, and he seems he's clearly lost. You're going it. younger. Yeah. You're going younger. So I'm going to say no. I don't think he plays in the major leagues this year. All right, guys, you can stop uh, apologizing that way on the text line with the FUs. Uh, you can slow that down, guys. can really feel the love on the text line right now with all these F-bombs. All right, listen, we got actual Astros news, actual Astros news that we have to pass along that you don't want to miss. We'll talk about that next coming up on The Drive.